This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. This is the Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. Welcome back into the show. And right now we are going to talk gaming, video gaming with Kevin Sebastian who's with us once again. I thought he might have been wearing a football shirt today because I guess you might have been playing a few football games. Yeah, um, this was an excellent time. Like the World Cup is always an excellent time to get back into football, right? And yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a once in a four year event. And I was just remembering the times that when back when I used to play football, uh, in the video games especially, uh, one particular game that really had my memory as a core memory unlock kind of situation was FIFA 98. Yeah. Where it was the first time at the menu, Blur Song 2 started playing. Oh. And that was like, I was... Yeah, that I was a screamer at the start. Yeah. 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 And yeah. that was like a menu song. And that's how like, <laughs> it's like, FIFA is like pretty much in terms of like, it's still stayed on, you know, and it's going to be a very interesting year moving forward because EA are no longer the franchise holders I of know. the game. So it'll be very interesting to see what the organization does and who they go with in terms of publishing the next. How did that come about? EA so, um, of, you know, passing ways. Um, I believe neither of them could agree on a payment platform. Like I said, like these are two big organizations who are exercising their clout. EA have been successfully monetizing the sports genre for many, many decades now. And FIFA obviously are seeing that they're cashing in on their brand way more than they have to. <laughs> right. So uh, the next football game will be obviously called EA Sports FC, which is basically uh, they have all the licenses. They have the Premier League. They have the okay. Bundesliga. So it, nothing's going to change fundamentally. But it's not a FIFA game anymore. So that's what's going to probably change now. The official stamp is going to mo- be moved on to another title. Yeah. So yeah, and if, and speaking of football, like there were only two games in contention. I never know if you, if you played the other one, Pro Evolution Soccer. Yeah, yeah. And Pro Evolution Soccer unfortunately became well, it became eFootball now, and it's gotten a bit of a bad rap because obviously they seem to have downgraded the, the experience in so many ways. And I generally see feel that. Yeah, has a good handle on sports games. Yeah. You know, do they not bring out a, a special World Cup edition when they do? When, yeah, they do. They do, do. They don't do that anymore. But they do use. They did used to do that at some point where yeah. you could basically build a squad and play in the World Cup. But even now, in the, in the last FIFA, you can technically do that in scenario mode as well, right. where you can technically play in a global cup. And um, I'm going to ask you who you're supporting and would you be playing them in the video game <laughs> and uh, would you be facing My Saudi word. Arabia? <laughs> I support it. I'm supporting Argentina because this is obviously Messi's last World Cup. We all yeah. know this. Yeah. And to see the game yesterday, I'm not even mad at Saudi Arabia playing the way Wasn't it Wasn't it an amazing match? They, it did look like a typical first half game but in the second half they were a different team and when they scored the second goal I was just stunned and I'm like you know what they deserve that <laughs> I'll tell you what pick up your video controller yeah. and, and turn it all around and get Messi to score this, a hat this trick. brings hope you know because like I said like a lot of <laughs> Arab players I'm sure are going to recreate that moment yeah, for yeah. sure Yeah. right then that's football then uh, moving on one of the most anticipated games um, of late um, you've just reviewed it um, we're talking uh, the, the very famous God of War absolutely oh my word Ra- God of War Ragnar Rock is my game of the year for this year. Yeah, why? Uh, it's between Elden Ring and God of War. So Elden Ring is typical like your Dark Souls type games and Elden Ring 
anything that the studio from software makes obviously wins game of the year but then god of war is a very f- i don't even have the words to explain this like it is a very emotional journey between father and son like if you are a dad and if you are really? a kid and you want to play with your like play it with your father in the room or play it with your son in the room because you're going to cry are you? you are going to cry <laughs> uh this is cats in the cradle all over again and um to give context so ragnarok is basically like the end of asgard like this is a a more book mythical telling not the marvel thor that we've seen okay. this is thor here is a bad bad guy he's a villain and the characters are so fleshed out to the point that every character has its own stand out it's not like one character takes all like the god of war kratos himself has a very emotional journey the gameplay is fantastic as always and the story te- the storytelling alone is what carries carries this game for me really it is tell it me is, the story so do not give any spoilers so kratos yeah. as for people who have followed kratos since the very beginning from the this is like we're looking at early 2000s the original story saw that he was tricked by zeus and he unfortunately was involved in the death of his family the first the greek family and he does get his revenge and then he finds redemption and goes his way to the nordic uh, realm and uh this is where he meets a giantess named fay and him and her both have a child but he, she doesn't tell him her story which he then finds out post her death this is the first game that happens recently now we find out that she was a giant fighting a rebellion against the nordic gods the the aesir aesir gods that's the correct spelling and that journey goes on in the first game you find out more about the lineage and the fact that the child his name is atreus finds out that he's a god now moving forward atreus has grown up he's a teenager yeah as all teenage boys trying to find themselves in the world and Kratos obviously plays dad who's trying to make sure that his son grows the right way yeah. and not lose himself at the same time tries to not hold him back you see so it's, it's your, every father can relate to this wow play this game with your kid i am telling you like this is going to be <laughs> something else and the music is fin- i hope the game the music at least wins awards for that because they have a nice end track with Hosier as well and the voice acting from everybody from all the gods kratos odin there are some really stand up performances in this and the gameplay again it's next level ultimately this is my game of the year purely because of the emotion it evoked and there's a very very strong line that kratos says because he's a god of war he's an angry guy mm. but mm. in this you can see he's mellowed down with age and when this he knows someone has done something wrong he says don't make things right make it better right uh loving that review um it's obviously 10 out of 10 or more is that one um that review there now of course we're coming back to the festive season yeah and um you know maybe some parents are thinking well go on i'll get i'll get the kids a console and you know there's always that which do you go for isn't there i mean if you're a family say you're a family mum, dad two kids what would you recommend uh, that they go for nintendo perhaps? switch hands switch down. yes right. the nintendo switch and the oled version as well which is a phenomenal product as well because it's a family console you can play up to four people on that with no problems at all and yeah. uh there are also games for eight people as well like if you have like <laughs> really? some, some extended games family yeah. extended <laughs> bring in like it's a party <laughs> game and i've had my switch and it's exclusively used for party modes it's, it's a great conversation bre- icebreaker there are fun things to do on that and some of the games on there are so unique and so cute and it's not just like kiddie games as well you get like these really good titles on top of it yeah uh the nintendo switch for me 
in many ways changed the way I game on a TV because uh, one being I can take it from the TV to the bedroom and like sit in the bed on the yeah. handheld and pretty much play it on that. But also the fact is that I've used it exclusively for working out. Okay. They have certain games that like uh, Just Dance, for example, the new one just came out now. Uh, just Dance for me is what was instrumental back last month for losing like at least six kilograms of weight. Okay. Purely <laughs> because of how much fun I've been having with that as well. Uh, for a more serious and like again for like people who are just wanting a single console, a PlayStation Five or an Xbox is also great. But uh, here's how I always said this out, and I say this every single time: get an Xbox if you want a Netflix for gaming. It's like a good library. Game Pass is still a great deal. PlayStation Five for cinema. Like if you want to experience God of War, Elden Ring, or any of the other games in the way they were meant to be made mm-hmm. and played. PlayStation 5 obviously wins. And for everything else, like if you're someone who has a lot of budget and they obviously want to do way more than just game, get a PC. Kevin, Sebastian, I shall be thinking of you next time Argentina play and I shall <laughs> whip out my controllers and I will thrash them on my PlayStation. <laughs> oh, no. We'll catch you again next week. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.